3: on the daily Make show damn
4: some birds aren't meant to be caged yet here we are butt naked eating soggy bologna sandwiches figure it's time to get busy living and get
1: busy winning let's play cellmates
0: the name of the game is cellmates Where lawbreakers become game changers. And all week long, Rockaholics, we will be playing for Green Day tickets. They're going to be at T-Mobile Park on Monday, September 23rd.
4: With the Smashing Pumpkins and Rancid. The Linda Yeah, it's going to be a great show.
0: Awesome, Bill. So let's meet our cellmates this morning. We have Peter in Seattle. Peter, what was your run-in with the law?
4: Good morning, guys. So I was at a high school party that got broken up by the cops. And uh, everybody scattered and trying to make it out. And unfortunately, I didn't make it. So my parents had to come pick me up. Oh. No, Peter, you were in high school when this high school party was going on, right? <laughs> this wasn't like last week. Uh, of course. Okay, making sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what kind of trouble do you get in with your parents for that kind of thing?
4: Uh, you know the usual—just yelling lectures. Probably taking away my my you know entertainment stuff. Uh, not too bad, though.
0: Awesome. We also have Jeremy and bovel, Jeremy, what was your running with the law? Good
1: morning, everyone. Good morning. So, uh, uh, roughly twenty years ago, I was uh, pet sitting for this couple. Uh, they called me on Monday ish and it was like, "Hey, can you watch watch our dog uh, Friday to Sunday?" No problem. Um, this couple, uh, they, uh, they're recovering, uh, like addicts, I guess like 20 years plus, And they've, they have, uh, uh, extra room in their house where they, they bring people in and let them stay, kind of get on their feet and then leave. Oh, wow. Right. So they're, they're really good people. They're just phenomenal. So, um, I, I know that, but so I've met, you know, a of people, but anyways, um, so I, uh, Friday show up to their house. Uh, uh, we worked till about 11. And so I go in, uh, see the dog, make her food. And I notice the guest room door is closed. So I'm like, oh, they probably have someone there. Okay, cool. Um, and then I just do my usual stuff and I'm, uh, watching TV with the dog. We're spooning on the couch, which is kind of <laughs> cute and fun. Um, and, uh, all of a sudden, uh, there's a knock at the door. And I, uh, I open the door and there's a cop about 10 feet to my, like two o'clock. Um, and he's telling, he's, you know, waving me to come out. So as I step out, I push the dog inside and then there's a a police officer to the right side of me behind the, kind of behind the door. He, uh, he tackles me, throws me to the ground. Another cop appears out of nowhere, grabs my arms. So there's one on my back, one holding my arms and one with a gun up to me. And the the dog, she's a, a pit bull, she comes running out the oh, side no. door and starts barking and just kind of, you know, barking. And the, the cop points the gun at her and he's like, I'm going to shoot this dog that bites me. And I'm screaming. I'm like, no, no, she's fine. She's scared. She's, she's my scared. cuddle buddy. <laughs> and so, so uh, all of a sudden this girl comes out of the house, restrains the dog. And they drag me to the, the uh, patio furniture and they set me up and they're like, What are you doing here? I'm like, I'm the dog sitter. I was just supposed to be here watching the dog. So they bring her out and uh, she's, they're like, Tell her your story. I said, So and so is at the mountains and I'm watching the dog and all this. And she's like, Oh, wow. That's probably why they didn't want me to watch the dog. Oh. Huh. So then.
4: Uh, so then, um, that sounds so then, rather aggressive for just a house sitter gone wrong story, though.
1: Well, they she she was on the phone with her friend and she saw the lights come on under the door, yeah. so she called the cops and they thought they're, they're the house intruder. Yeah. Gotcha. And so, and so, uh, um, they said, Well, he says he's the sitter, you're the person who lives here. What What do you want to do? And she looks at me and I'm just like. <laughs> And she's like, he he's fine. He he can sing. I appreciate the sound effects though, <laughs> that's for sure.
4: And in the future, use Rover. Don't you don't, don't I'm not I'm not watching your pets anymore.
0: <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Jeremy. So, Steve, based on the severity Ooh. of these two stories, who is gonna go first in the game of cellmates? I
4: mean, just because he gave us the sound effects, I believe that Jeremy and Bothell should go first.
0: All right, Jeremy. First question to you who is taller, Travis Kelsey or Jason Kelsey?
1: This is Jason Kelsey. <laughs>
4: uh, oh. oh. No, no, Travis Kelsey Travis is Travis Kelsey is
0: 6-5 and Jason is 6-3. But
4: Jason party's better.
0: Peter, if Uh-oh. you get this right, you are going to Green Day. Here's your question. In his State of the Union in 1986, President Ronald Reagan said, "Where we're going, we don't need roads," which is a quote from what movie?
4: Oh. Empire Strikes Back.
1: I know it. I know it. <laughs> no, you, sorry, Jeremy. You don't get to answer. But I'm
4: curious. What, what do you think it is, Jeremy?
1: Oh, it's Back to the Future.
4: That You're is right. you right. totally
0: right. But that's not the winning right. question yet. Back to Jeremy. Which company's. It was actually,
1: it was actually Back to the Future, too.
0: Uh, oh, there you go. Which company's slogan <laughs> to Jeremy? Which company's slogan is You're in good hands?
1: I'll say.
0: All right. Peter, what bird has eyes bigger than its brain?
1: Chicken. Oh, Oh. Jeremy,
0: Jeremy, you you are the the winner. Congratulations. You are our cellmate of the day, and you're going to Green Day.
1: Oh, my gosh. Thank you.
0: Well, speaking of Green Day, they just put out their new record this past Friday on my birthday, which they did on purpose, by the way, to celebrate my birth. Obviously. It is called Saviors, but now the band is being accused of ripping off another artist. You're going to be the judge, Rockaholics. We're going to play those songs after three doors down. <laughs> yes. The Daily Last Friday, Green Day released their new album. It is called Saviors, and the response has been great for the most part. I know both you, Steve Miggs, and Danny have been rocking out to it.
4: I spent a lot of time over the weekend listening to it at the gym, driving around, and man, I got to say, this was probably one of my favorite Green Day records in a long time. I haven't disliked any of their past records, but... Yeah. Okay, so the last few have not been ones that I would listen to multiple times. I think the last time I was really fired up about a Green Day record might have been the American Idiot album. Which and is now was, 20 years old. Which is crazy, but I feel like this one has that similar vibe where the songs are all great. They kind of take you on a journey, both like upbeat songs, kind of like more emotional songs. But on the whole, I think it's a great record.
0: So as you guys have been listening, have you felt there was any uh, similarities to any other songs in pop culture that you've ever heard before? Because right now they're being accused of ripping off
2: some pop star.
4: Yes, and I knew once I heard this song that this was going to happen. And I think, Danny, you probably know the song as well. Yes,
2: and I I heard the song because it was one of the songs they released – Kind of before, like, on social media. You know how yep. bands do that now? It's, like, not one single. They do, like, four or five singles, and they, like, post about we'll it. We'll give and you half of the record, and then we'll formally release it on God. a certain day. <laughs> so annoying. But, yeah, I listened to the song, and the day that I heard it, I was like, ha, huh. ha. Are they? I think they are.
4: I almost felt when I heard it that it was a, a nod to the song. And so it's the Green Day song is called One-Eyed Bastard, and people are saying it sounds like a pink song. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big pink fan, but I know some of her hits, and this was one that was a massive hit, that So What song. And when I heard Green Day's song, I was like, oh, they're kind of giving it like a little bit of a nod. And I, I didn't think of it like they were ripping it off. Mm-hmm. I almost felt like they were sampling it in a sense. I don't know how else to describe it, but I can understand why people would think that it's a ripoff.
0: And here's the song.
4: And this is the Green Day one. Yes. Yeah.
0: But I could literally sing Pink over that.
4: Yeah, but then it doesn't do it. It doesn't, like, continue to sound like that, obviously. Just
0: the main riff. Yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm with, there's a guy by the name of, uh, was it Justin, the dude from The Darkness.
0: Oh yeah, Justin
4: Hawkins. Maybe maybe? he does like his own YouTube page, and like he just talks about music and all that. And he uh, recently was talking about this, and and on his YouTube page, you're just like everything's ripped off in music. Like it's sure, it's nothing original anymore. And also, it's a riff that I could understand why you would go in that direction without being super nerdy about music. But like you know, your fingers go in certain places (laughs) out of context. It sounds strange, (laughs) but your fingers go in certain places, so I could understand why it would go in that direction.
0: Well, here is what the pink song sounds like if you're not familiar.
4: Come on, man. It's completely different.
0: There's this... (laughs) And
3: there's this... Well, I
0: think on the last Green Day album, they released a song that uh, had like a Joan Jett hook in it. Yeah, sure. Are they just out of ideas?
4: Do you really think, though, they sat down and said, let's just rip off this Pink song? Or did they they play it and they came up with this song and like, that sounds great, not realizing maybe subconsciously they
2: they went in that direction because of the Pink song. Because they
0: liked that song.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think that they actually sat down and listened to Pink and were like, yo, this, let's rip this off. No, I, I, I thought, honestly, they were covering the song at first. Mm. And then when I heard the rest of the song, I was like, okay, they're not. At that point, I know that I've been guilty of just like hearing something and liking the way it sounds and then forgetting about it. I mean, that song came out so long ago. At that point, I was like, oh, maybe it's just stuck in his head. And it was just like, let's play this on guitar. I do remember my old band we wrote a song like, man, this song ripped. It's like, this is
4: going to be awesome. And then later on, we like took a break and we came back to him. And we're like, that's Everlong by the Foo Fighters, guy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we didn't intentionally do that. It was just like kind of feeling it. And all of a sudden, somebody heard it in the band and started singing along to Ever- put Everlong in there. Like, oh crap. Oh. Like, it's just so- it's like one of those subconscious things that just happens. And I know Justin Hawkins, he even said like it's also like a Deep Purple song. And then he brought up this other band, which I never even heard of. And what are they called? The The
0: Blues Magoos. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, a, it's an old psychedelic band. And uh, their song is called We Ain't Got Nothing Yet. This is what it sounds like.
2: For well, the opening part.
0: I like this one the best of the three that we've listened to.
4: Man, the 60s had some good acid, I feel.
0: They did. They wrote some weird. Don't take ass the songs. brown acid though. That's the bad stuff.
4: I um, never heard of this band, but the song is kinda cool. It sounds it's just that very beginning part. Otherwise it doesn't sound anything
2: like da, 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 and and the, that. And then and it changed up too. Yeah. So at that point I'm wondering, like, okay, there's only there's only so many notes you can play. Like, and they just happened in succession like do you, that. Do you think Pink's gonna hear that wanna sue them or she's just gonna be like, huh?
4: They they thought of the same kind of oh, I don't even know if she wrote this song. She probably the 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 chick from uh the four non blondes probably wrote it for her. <laughs> She <laughs> wrote so many of her songs. Totally. Yeah.
0: What What was the? Uh, who was it? God. Yeah, there was another one that happened where they have to pay like royalties now to the yeah. to the artist. So that might be what Pink does here. I don't know.
4: Well, like Fall Out Boy, they had the one song where they kind of ripped off a little bit of. I can't remember what song it was.
0: Mm. Yeah. Wasn't it the uh, uh, Alan Thick?
2: Yeah, Alan Thicke had to pay for... it. Wasn't it Barry Barry Manilow or something like that? I
0: can't remember, but yes. Oh,
2: I bet it's happened a lot. Oh, I'm for sure. It's an
0: easy payday for the original artist. The
2: funniest part about this whole thing was I... Because I heard this and I was like, yo... I got to play this for other people. Cause maybe it's just me like, which I never listened to pink, but I used to work on a pop station. So I heard that song a lot. So I played the first person that was sitting with me. Cause Lily was here for Christmas and I played her the piece of that song just the beginning. And I was like, listen to this and tell me if it sounds like anything you've heard before. Cause she likes pop music. Mm-hmm. She's nine, by the way, play it for her. And she's like, Oh, is that pink? I was <laughs> like, what? And she's like, is that pink? And I was like, no, she's like, it sounds exactly like Pink Dad. And I was like, no, it's Green Day. And she goes, What? Green Day ripped off. Pink? Finally, I have a reason why Green Day sucks. I can tell mom. Oh, she said- hates anything me and her mom like.
4: I was about to say, what kind of salty language did your daughter have when you said <laughs> finally? I thought she was about to say F Green Day.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's basically
4: what she said. That's so funny though. I, I I guess I'm just of the school of like everything at some point is getting unintentionally ripped off. I but you would think somebody in their crew would just have been like the producer. Someone from the label would have said, "Hey, this song sounds awfully familiar. Are you guys okay with potentially being accused of ripping off a song?" Because again, I do not, I do not think even in the least bit that Green Day was like we're going out to rip off a Pink song. No, I mean they could have. I think this album would be just fine even without that song. Like I don't even think that's even like top ten song on the record.
0: But you think about how many people listen to an album before it gets released from the you know producers to you know whomever label people, and nobody brought that like that's what I'm, wondering. That's what I'm yeah. wondering. Like and how did nobody how did nobody catch that? Yeah. It's a pretty popular pop song. Well, I mean,
4: they might have just been like that sounds kind of familiar, and it's like just sounds like a song. You know, I mean it, it didn't I didn't instantly think they ripped somebody off, but then when all of a sudden I started reading about people and they said the song and I had to go back to listen to the pink song, I'm like, oh wow, they do sound a lot familiar. Do
0: you think they were afraid to bring it up to to Green Day. Like, don't make them mad. Don't <laughs> say anything. Let's just Billy let it go. The one person let that didn't go. know was like
4: an intern. He's just like, I ain't saying crap. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even getting paid. I'm just Who sort of, are you?
0: Get that guy out of here. I'm working for
4: free. They don't pay me enough to go tell Billy Joe that.
0: Well, I know we're a little bit sad about the Bills being eliminated over the weekend because, you know, I was on the Bills bandwagon for a minute.
4: Oh, yeah. They're just they're insane. Not them, but their fans Their
0: fans are they're amazing. The Bills Mafia. They take tailgating to a whole nother level, and it went even further over the weekend. One tailgater was set on Fire, and we're going to tell you what happened at eight (laughs) seventeen. The Daily
2: Mix Show. The Daily Mix Show. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow today.
5: to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
0: 206-803 Rock. Rockaholics this morning, we want you to help fill in this sentence. The party was going great, and then blank happened. The reason we bring this up is because before that, Bill's Chiefs game over the weekend, the Bill's Mafia was out in full force, of course, going crazy at these tailgate parties. And what happens to oh,
4: so you? Once again, I keep saying, at some point we have to go to a Bill's tailgate party and party with the Bill's Mafia just because it's pure chaos. That's the ultimate field trip. People getting wasted. We read about them throwing themselves into some pit for the new stadium that's being built as a good luck charm. And then we've always heard about like people being thrown into tables, like WWE style. But they went to a whole other level where there's a scene, and it's all over Twitter. You can find it, and it's just insane. So there's a guy that's on the back of a pickup truck, <laughs> and he picks up his buddy who's wearing a lion sweater for some reason. So he's not even a Bills fan. He picks him up and puts him into, like, a fireman's carry. So he's, he's hanging over his shoulders. And then if you're a wrestling fan, it's kind of like a Death Valley driver where you kind of, like, just pop him and you slam him down. But usually you're slamming him down to a mat or safely into a table if you're a professional. No, they've just got, like, some random table that's on fire. And they drop him off of the back of the pickup truck onto the table. And the the best or the worst, he's still on fire and he's patting at it. I don't think he remembers because he's so wasted that he's around snow and also forgot that, you know, stop, drop, and roll.
0: I mean, I've never had to stop, drop, and roll in my life, but I remember... Oh, you've never been put through a, a flaming table? Never, never been put through a flaming table, but that, you repeat those words your entire life waiting for this opportunity to put it to use, and he, he didn't do it. And
4: there are a couple people that they are just like, they throw him down, they're swatting at his ass, they're just trying to like get this fire to stop, and I'm just like, this was the moment where the party went a little too far. And that's not the only crazy thing that happened at the Bill's Mafia tailgate parties. Did you see... Jason Kelsey. he He's the Kelsey brother that I want to party with. He, and a lot of people are saying it's not only because he looks kind of like him, but it seems like he acts like, like him as well. He's become Burt Kreischer. Post. Yes. I, I think he's retired. He said that he, he he hasn't made it official, but he pretty much told his teammates that he's retiring. Goes to show support for his brother who's playing with the Chiefs in Buffalo. And he just posts up at somebody's tailgate party and starts drinking with them.
0: He does kind of look like he would be kicking it at some you know, college frat house sometimes. Yes. You know what I mean? Like He gives that vibe.
4: Oh, he walked right up and just started chugging beers with everybody. And then you see him during the game. And they, they cut to, of course, Taylor Swift for the billionth time. And then at some point, they go back to the suite where she's in. And there's a shirtless Jason Kelsey with a beer in his hand. He jumps out the suite window. He chugs a beer with a fan and jumps right back into it. I'm just like, this guy's living his best life.
0: Do you think that he and Taylor Swift are buddies? I think so.
4: I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, they're all hanging out, and I don't think he doesn't seem very unlikable. He might be. He might be a little much, maybe for her. Like she seems like maybe like someone that's not going to jump out of a suite and chug a beer with a fan. But you know, I don't. I don't. I I really never thought about it until right now. (laughs) Taryn, whether or not they're friends.
0: Do you think you would rather party with Travis Kelsey or Jason Kelsey?
4: Oh, I think they or Taylor Swift. I'm like, well, there's (laughs) (laughs) motives. No, uh, Jason Kelsey, of course.
0: I also just love that Travis Kelsey, in general, shoot, sh- shot his shot, and, and now dates Taylor Swift. Like, that's insane.
4: It's funny, though. I think when he scored that touchdown, did you see he did, like, the little the heart, heart gesture? And Aww. some people are like, and at first I was like, well, that's dumb. But then I thought about, I'm like, I was, I don't know, uh, haven't we all been dumbasses and, like, overly smitten when you first start dating somebody? Like, I remember playing a show with my band, and I'm, like, doing the I love you sign to my girlfriend. now no. at the time in between songs. i like, I love you. <laughs> Granted, like, you know, it's not in front of 70,000 people. It's in front of maybe 150 people. But I'm just, like, I
0: love you. That's yeah. <laughs> kind of what he did. And she's, like, stop embarrassing me.
4: Pretty much. I think she went to the bathroom.
0: 206 803 Rock. Rockaholics, we want you to help us finish the sentence. The party was going great and then blank happened. Something epic that happened during a party. We're going to take your calls next on The Rock.
2: The Daily Mix Show.
0: Rockaholics, the question that we are asking this morning, we want you to help fill in this, sen- fill in this sentence. The party was going great until blank happened. 206-803-ROCK, what was something epic that happened at a party that you attended? Someone
4: just texted in at 206-803-ROCK and said, Speaking of fire, this happened to my uncle when he was a teenager. My grandparents were throwing a party at the house, which happened to be on a beach in Vancouver, British Columbia. Well, my mom and my two uncles and my aunt decided to throw their own party on the beach while the adults were having their, I guess, a tasting party. They decided to have a huge bonfire on the beach with a ton of alcohol that they got from my grandparents' storeroom. Well, during the party, my uncle fell into the bonfire. Oh. At the age of roughly 13. My mom and the older uncle brought him to the house covered in burns. And the adults at the party were like, oh, well, we'll take him in the morning. None of us can drive right now. So they covered him in cold wet blankets and waited until the next day.
0: That is horrifying.
4: It sounds like something that would happen a long time ago before you realize that's not a
0: good idea. So one time in college, the party had been raging. It was a sorority sisterhood where we were drinking what is called pink panty droppers, if you know what those are. Like, I I've heard the term. Is that like a a
4: pink lemonade
0: kind? Yes, vodka. Yes, okay. It's, it's almost like a spooky like style. It's pink gross. Way. It's disgusting. Yeah, okay. yeah, something like that. And uh, I I came out of this one area and I heard my favorite song by the band Bad Religion playing at a house across the street. So I went running and jumped off of what was going to become a raised bike rack that was probably about four and a half feet of a drop down into the road and I landed on my heels. Like I I smacked my heels into the into the concrete and just collapsed. Ended up not going to the doctor for four days. But when I did go to the doctor, I found out that both of my heels were basically spiderwebbed. Like I had, I had essentially shattered both of my heels.
4: Jeez, okay, yeah.
0: But it was one of those things where which, my
4: which bad religion song was it? Was it infected?
0: <laughs> it might have been infected. <laughs> I don't
4: know why that was like that was stuck in my head. Or twenty first century digital boy.
0: It probably was twenty first century digital both, boy. Both both great. Maybe songs. American Jesus. I don't know. Yep. But anyway, so so I but but I had promised my boyfriend at the time. That I was gonna be cool that night and not get too wasted, <laughs> and I was gonna like be really good. So then my friends, how'd that turn out? Carry me to him, and they're like, "Here you go, she's hurt." And I had to play it off like I wasn't that hurt because I was not supposed to be getting out of my mind that getting night, getting
4: wasted and being stupid.
0: Yeah, so I was like, "No, that's fine. I think I just have some bruising, some light bruising." So we like iced my heels, and then the next day I was like, "I think something's really wrong," oh, but yeah. I didn't. But I, I again, I wanted to downplay it because I didn't want to be in in trouble for being a total idiot. So then, when I did go into the doctor, I was like, "Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. I kind of ruined the party."
4: Dude, for me, it was recently this happened. It had nothing to do with alcohol. This wasn't even like one of those kind of parties. Like we we went to one of like our wrestling trips on, like in Oregon, and then we were taking a party bus back, and we stopped to go get like some drinks and some food at like a, a convenience gas station type store. And as we're getting ready to leave again, all of a sudden there's this. We started moving, and all of a sudden this giant bang! You know, oh. the, the bus kind of rattled for a second. We're like. What in the world just happened? Turns out a car was like drunk and they 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 slammed into the bus. Luckily, we were all fine. Just a testament to how sturdy this bus was. What about the car? They drove off. Oh. But they definitely like left parts of their car there too. Like they slammed into it, kind of like sideswiped it and kept going. The part that made it, so we're all having fun on this party bus, just laughing, having a great time. The reason why I went to another level was a couple of the guys went out. And I'll never forget is my buddy Ethan comes back into the bus and goes... Guys, we just killed somebody and didn't even like act like he was joking. And you know, there's a couple of us did have a couple of drinks, and a few of them were all just like, Excuse me, what? He's like, Yeah, there's blood all over the bus. You don't want to go out there. And he didn't even like break a smile or anything until finally the bus driver Rich came in. He's just like, I think we're good. We just got to wait. And we're like, Are we not addressing the dead bodies? Like, what dead body? And then we find out that our buddy Ethan was just effing with us. But like, it took a fun party to all of a sudden thinking, What? Excuse me? <laughs> now you're all in trouble. Um, dude, all of our adrenaline was still going for like a good hour after that.
0: Chris in Tacoma, what happened at the party you were at?
4: Um, I almost killed the guy. Oh, jeez. Were you driving a car into a bus?
1: <laughs> uh, no. Um, I, I, I got into a fight with a guy and I almost threw him in a bonfire.
0: Oh, man. There's a lot of fire talk this morning.
4: Seriously. So were you just pushing him and he fell into the bonfire or were you, I hope you weren't like trying to throw him actually into the bonfire.
2: Well, it's kind of a long story if you want me to get into it. Uh, give us the cliff note version.
1: All right. Cliff notes version was I lived in a house with three dudes or four dudes and three of us worked at the same place and it was New Year's Eve and we had just lost our contract for our job. So we all lost our jobs. So we wanted to make it the biggest party that we could. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to some guy, we were talking about, I remember this, we were talking about the band Coheating Cambria, and I was like, I love that band, and he said, that band sucks, and then he shoved me, and he was standing right behind the
2: bonfire, I was like, you're stupid, I live at this house, why are you doing this to me? And I was going to throw them in the bonfire. You don't disrespect Coheed and Cambria. You I mean, really don't. You, you know know what?
4: just don't. Yeah, I think they're actually an excellent band they're as great. well. <laughs> but it's funny you even bring this up because this morning I was reading a story. A guy got killed, uh, which is a bummer part of the story. But apparently it all started because these two neighbors were fighting over the fact that one of them snored too loud and they could hear it through the walls. I'm like, that is a dumb argument to get into a fight over. And then it leads to somebody getting killed eventually because wow. I guess they kept fighting. But here we have two guys fighting over whether or not Coheed and Cambria are good. And you almost threw a guy into the fire. So I guess... It happens.
0: Chris, are you and this guy uh, still acquainted in any way?
2: I didn't even know who the guy was. That's fair. That sounds like something that I would have done at Warped Tour. Maybe not a bonfire, but like into a mosh pit. I would have been like, yo, stop disrespecting Coheed. I mean, there
0: was definitely a time where I was a bit of a music snob, and I would like, I would get into some wicked fights, but I never tried to drag anyone into a bonfire.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I've never tried to get that mad over someone. Someone's like, they suck. I'm like, all right, well, I guess you and I aren't going to a Coheed and Cambria concert together.
0: <laughs> How would you like to beat Steve Rockaholics? He's currently 17 and eight but in 2024.:
4: I'm throwing you into a bonfire.
0: <laughs> That's the prize. Yeah. 206-803 Rock. We're going to play Beat Migs at
2: 8:47. The Daily Make show. How powerful is Cox' Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix and Rhode Island.